I've lost 10 pounds, and I feel better, and I know that I don't need the things that I used to consume. All my clothes are loose. My pants fell down. <laughs> my pants getting too big. <laughs> and my wristwatch spins around on my wrist. I was combing my hair after the shower this morning, and I'm going, oh my God, there's no hair in my comb. It's HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba on AM 560. The answer. Oh, yeah, it's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hi, I'm Alex, and you, well, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. Our adventure guide, he is ready. He is the voice of integrated preventive health care in our nation today. He's a clinical director of our West Dundee offices. His story will show he is a man before his time, a real trailblazer. My friend, my partner, and my favorite radio boss, here's our host, Dr. David Kolbaba. I've lost 10 pounds. And you better get in shape because science won't let you die. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Hey, um, it's great listening to our patients' stories every week. And, you know, sometimes we ask questions, of course, when you become a new patient in our offices. There are certain questions that need to be asked. And I notice that as time is going on, fewer questions are being asked of patients, uh, you know, nationwide. And there's a reason for it. And frankly, because uh, we doctors are not paid to, to spend that much time with you anymore. And it, and it bothers me from a patient's point of view, yet I can understand it from a doctor's point of view. But I'll tell you what, it's very encouraging to hear the difference between what a person presents with as complaints when they first initially come to our offices, and then watch how, just watch how they regain their health one step at a time. And interesting, too, that the prioritization of such things has a lot to do with vanity. We might have mm -hmm. a, a woman come in who says, I'm trying to get into my favorite bathing suit, or a young one might be saying, I have a wedding dress I need to get, get into and a wedding date that's counting down. And some others come in because they've got another kind of a countdown going on. They were told they have a, a desperate disease that may take their life. And, of course, untimely as it is in most cases, I mean, who among us are waiting to get sick? You know, how many of us are waiting for the other shoe to drop? Yet, in fear of heredity, like most of us have been told to be, because if you think about it, um, are you more excited about what your hereditary chain has to offer you in this life? Or are you more fearful and apprehensive of your familial past, your background, your hereditary chain? And I dare say that most of us are probably more preoccupied by the weaknesses that we're fearful of uh, falling to. 
Now, once in a while you hear somebody say, well, my mother lived to a hundred or my grandma lived to 96. And, and so with wishful, hopeful thinking, um, kind of like a lottery ticket, you, you hope that, that you're going to get, you're going to get, you're going to end up on the right side of, of hereditary uh, predisposition. I want to encourage you right now, before we even head into the show, about heredity one, um, one final time, because we, we touch base with it so much because of the misinformation, or should I say the disinformation, that has been uh, spawned uh, throughout the years, where we were told as a prerequisite to any diagnostic testing, well, you better get that done. You better get that test. You better get that flu shot. better get that shingle shot. You better get those vaccinations. You better get that mammogram. You better get that colonoscopy. You better get this and that test. You better do it. At your age, you need it. At that stage in pregnancy, you need that. Amniocentesis, uh, or you need that episiotomy because you don't want to tear. Or you need to, we need to take that, that baby cesarean for fear that we may lose the mother. And, and these fears propagate uh, uh, throughout you know, the decades that I, I can remember and still permeate the same medical profession and, uh, that dominates the, the United States. And I, I'm, I'm thinking for us as patients, because I, I ultimately will be and have been in the past. Now, I really, frankly, from a patient's point of view, I just don't really like what I see. And, and I want to let you know that there's a statistic that I give often here because I hope it is an, an encouragement to you that hereditary predisposition is only 14 to 18% of whatever. And that, that leaves 82 to 86% of something different than your hereditary background, your predisposing characteristical traits that are in your upline. And I did say characteristical there, just I meant to do that. <laughs> and, and 60 Minutes featured some health shows some weeks back. You may, you may have uh, tuned into one of them. And, and they gave a more recent statistic, which even is more of a dramatization than what I try to make of it here on on our show every week. Because if there's one thing I want you to have one more time, I'd like for us to revisit that, that time and that place when, when you were more encouraged about who you were and about what you wanted to do on this planet when you were perhaps younger. And over time, we're not given too much credit for getting older. None of us want to die but yet we're not given credence to how to get there to a ripe old age and, and remain healthy. Instead, we're kind of given a death sentence that's 20 years in the making. It may begin at retirement with some diseases now occurring in younger and younger ages. And it's scary. And 60 Minutes had this show on a few weeks ago, and and they basically gave a statistic uh, that caused my eyes to bug out when they said that hereditary predisposition is less than 10%. Wow. And if that's true, or if my 14 to 18% is true, trying to be as conservative as I can to be that much more dramatic and forceful about what I tell you on our show on the weekend without exaggeration. I was just about to say, people have a hard enough time trying to believe that. You know, the 10 to 16% to, to even drop it down to 10. And just think if you've been told that 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 you probably are going to carry some weakened trait 
perhaps given to you or told to you by a parent, Mm -hmm. that marks us too. Or perhaps a doctor may have marked uh, one of your parents and said, well, you can't have any more children, as my mom was told. My mom was told at a young age after uh, her firstborn uh, that uh, the doctor sat on her bed and said, Ruth, you cannot, you cannot have any more children. If you do, you probably will die. Now, my firstborn, you know, my mom's firstborn, which was, would have been, my, of, of, of course, my oldest sister, do the math. <laughs> um, she was born, obviously, and did fine, although my mom was warned to never have another child. Now, my sister who we're talking about, my mom's firstborn, Susie, uh, died, uh, was actually killed uh, in, a, in a car accident, and uh, she died at four years old. Now, my mom went on to have five more kids. <laughs> Interesting. So you think, as, as, you know, and I, I advise patients every day, too, uh, as to matters that pertain to their health, and I'm hoping that they're listening but I'm not saying that everything I suggest to my patients uh, is correct or is, is as good for them as I hope or think that it is. And so the doctor that sat on my mom's bed and told her that she should not have any more kids for fear of the dangers to her uh, life and limb, for some reason, you know how life is, hormones are what hormones do. Within a, a, a year, year and a half, my mom had her second and, and then had me. And that was right around the time that my sister fell out of our car and was killed by a hit-and-run car. And yet, I could say that my mom had a total of six kids, was told she could only have the one and only the one barely. And I'm sure that you have parallel stories that you have in your family or your circle of friends that relates to the hodgepodge of everything in medicine these days. And not to repeat the stats that I've been giving the last few weeks, the one for you perhaps today is perhaps it's not about a potluck or hot luck situation for you, that maybe if we were to build our sense of confidence in ourselves and our own ability to, to, to uh, raise our level of health, which we talk about each and every week, that we'd gain a confidence that would actually change change the, the uh, physiology in our body. Did you know that if you had a more positive thought, that you had more of an encouraging kind of sense about your body, maybe a sense of confidence that your body is more healthy than you've been told that it could be, or perhaps it isn't as healthy as it is, but it could become more healthy with guidance and care. And, and you have to be aware of that. And to be encouraged that maybe life can be a better, a better beginning for you, a new beginning towards a, a level of higher health and, and longevity. So I hope this so far has been an encouragement to you and hope that you'll stay with us on the Saturday morning. Few people stay with the radio show the whole hour because you've got the busyness of your life and the chaos that, that you fight every day. But not so when you listen to our show, I hope. All right? Okay. Okay, when two guys meet and become millionaires and what they do with it, stay right here for that, okay? Okay. It's HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba.
This is Dr. David Kolbaba. You know, you can improve your health and keep it that way through progressive testing. The typical black box approach in this country of ours is nothing more, well, it's nothing more than letting you crash your body into some sickness or disease. And you're left searching the wreckage for that black box. And then after the fact, you're treated with risky drugs, surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation, leaving you more compromised by the treatment. With progressive testing, we can uncover an existing problem or weakness in your body even before you experience any sign or symptom. And then we'll take a more natural approach, specifically targeting the compromised organ or system, restoring your health once and for all. Over time, then we'll retest your body to verify your strategy is working. Call our HealthQuest radio hotline and tell us about a specific health concern, and we'll let you know what specific progressive assessment is best for a healthier you. Call 1-800-794-1855. Remember, your road to better health doesn't have to be predicated on sickness or disease. 1-800-794-1855. Go to healthquestradio.com. You are ready to be taught the new way. Can't give it up, huh? You know, I'm thinking that some of us need to give up on some of our our thoughts. That sense of uh, discouragement that we have when we think about our bodies, or maybe how poorly we have treated them in the past. There's a line out there that uh, you've heard, I'm sure. If I only would have known I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. And I, I've, of course, flipped that around sometimes and say, what for those who among us might say, wow, if I would have only known I was going to have such a short life, I would have done some things differently. And you know, there's a there's a verse in the New Testament in uh, First Peter, the first uh, chapter, uh, verse number thirteen. And I'd like to to motivate you. One of the reasons why I like to use Scripture because I believe um, the, I believe what is in the Scripture is not just good for us. It, it is a it is true, and and it is it is predictably true. The principles are are true. And the power behind being able to do what is in the scriptures is true. I was listening to Rush Limbaugh yesterday, just tuning through, and somebody asked him a question of what his thought was about life and death on the planet. And he, and he took a good 10 minutes and went into depth in his personal um, outlook and interpretation of what this life on, on this planet is all about. And I found it fascinating that Rush Limbaugh said, and I was so proud of him for saying this, but I was happy for him that he could say that there isn't a day that doesn't go by or through the day that he's not in constant thought about what happens after this and why we are on the planet and what happens after this. And he 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 gave a personal testimony to say that there has to be a God, there has to be an order, there has to be an all-powerful creator for that which he himself, Rush Limbaugh, was saying that he submits to that authority. And I'm thinking submitting to authority is one thing, as in law enforcement, submitting to a higher higher power, a higher source that, 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 that spells out what it's like to live within the design, I think is awesome. And this verse that's in First uh, Peter, uh, the first chapter, 13th verse, basically it says, therefore, prepare your mind for action. Keep sober in spirit and fix your hope. And here at Health Coast, we say hope by itself is not a strategy. And yet here, 
it, it mentions that we should prepare our minds, our minds, prepare what's inside that head for what we need to do with our actions. And those of you who tune in, I, I refer to a concept in the book of Ecclesiastes where it says there's nothing better for a man or a woman, there's nothing better for us than to work with the hands and to, and to enjoy the fruit of our labor. Even though we're spiritual beings, that there is a laborious element to our life that is physical. But a lot of us think we, we, we got the Cupid doll, you know, we got the bad prize, you know, we're, we've got the bad body. Poor hereditary uh, predisposition. We haven't taken good care, so we're going to go downhill. When, when New York lottery winner Lou Eisenberg met Curtis Sharp in um, 1982, he knew right away that they would be pals. Now I'm reading from a New York Post article posted yesterday. <clears throat> Sharp, a maintenance man from Newark, had just hit the $5 million jackpot exactly one year after Eisenberg famously scored the same amount, which at the same time was the most in New York history. One of my patients won the first Illinois State Lottery, mm-hmm. and then another patient won, and a friend of mine, a distant friend who I play hockey with, won uh, 86 or $87 million. So it's not like I haven't met certain people in my life that have won the lottery. And, of course, some of us who play it, you say, wow, I hope I win the lottery, like as if, you know, God is not in control, but but serendipity, randomness, and, and fate can take over. Um, so what was supposed to be a quick meet and greet between the two men who won at, at a get-together evolved into a friendship that would last a lifetime. And as it turns out, far longer than their winnings because Eisenberg, who is now 90 years old, and Sharp is 80, both went from blue-collar working stiffs to millionaires and then back to every every man again, <laughs> struggling to make ends meet. In the end, I've got him and he he's got me, but neither of us have any more money, Eisenberg told the New York Post. And Sharp added, well, we've got our stories, and we share those on telephone calls at least once a week. We talk all the time. You see, Eisenberg was 53 years old, living in Brooklyn, and earning $225 a week as an office light bulb changer when he bought his usual six numbers from a Midtown convenience store in November of 1981. And this time, he won big. After taxes, he received the first of his 20 payouts of $200,000 a year, and, of course, he quit his job. Overnight, like uh, Lucky Lou, if you remember him, he was a celebrity guest on the Johnny Carson show uh, for many years. A um, year later, though, as I mentioned, lottery officials asked Eisenberg to attend the jackpot party for uh, this other guy, Sharp, uh, who was 44 years old. He was living in Newark and earning $300 a week as a maintenance man when he asked a buddy to buy him a lottery ticket from a store near the uh, Port Authority uh, bus terminal. After his win, Sharp and Eisenberg began receiving similar annual payouts. But here's the deal. Um When friends and neighbors asked Eisenberg for money, he happily handed it to him. And then there was a divorce or two that happened in, of course, you know, their lives. And 
uh, as they say uh, today in today's world, it is easy come and go. There was always another check coming soon. Um, despite hanging on to his day job for another eight years in order to qualify for a pension, Sharp acknowledged that he was going on a lot of booze and drug benders. Um, he was also giving a lot of money away to friends and relatives. It came in and went out. Here's the here's the deal. This is why I brought this this to you and to your attention today. Eisenberg and Sharp never thought money would be a problem for them because they did not expect to be walking on the earth for so long. <laughs> In other words, one Eisenberg said, I started getting payouts at 53. I thought, well, I'll probably be dead by 73, and that'll be that. Um, why, why plan after that? And then Sharp also agreed. He said, the way I was living, I'm surprised I didn't die a long time ago, but but here I am. Neither of the friends set aside a dime for their old age. So they received their last payment, Eisenberg, his in 2001, and and living in a mobile home. He now lives in a townhouse, um, and and they get their Social Security and so uh, a small pension. Um, again, one's 90, one's 80. And neither thought for a moment they would live as long as they did. Now, I'm not sure if they're living out their hereditary strength or not. Some people would say, well, of course, they'd have to have been luck that they won the lottery. But you and I could only hope if if you play the lottery that you'd want to win, right? I've got more details on that story if you want to read it more thoroughly on healthquestradio.com. Just go to our hot topics and you can read that story. But suffice it to say, I brought that uh, up for for our thoughts today to say that here are a couple people who have become good friends, and that's good. But but over the years now, that money, that predictable income, um, is gone, and 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 they are in the same state you are and I am, or perhaps even less, having missed the opportunity to have taken better care of their their finances. Yet some of us do the same thing with our health. We think that because I can do it today, I can do it tomorrow without too much thought about about how to take better care of, our, of ourselves. And then uh, we get tapped on the shoulder by a disease, some kind of condition that's bugging us. And, and it's like a, a deck of cards or maybe falling dominoes because when they start to fall, and, and you know what it's like when you start feeling vulnerable to infections or conditions or even skin conditions or whatever, you feel that your tolerance is going with time. And of course, so does your confidence about about your life and, and all that it represents and perhaps all the things you wanted to do start slipping away. Our office is full of people who had that sense, who had that feeling, and yet something happened when we were able to turn their health around using natural means instead of drugs and surgery. They were able to get a handle on their life and reacquaint themselves with a younger self, a more youthful and healthy self. And I want you to have that promise as you listen to our show today, okay? You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba.
Could your fish oil supplements be weighing you down? You know, recent reports have shown that many fish are contaminated with heavy metals like mercury, as well as a wide variety of other pollutants. Contaminated fish can mean contaminated fish oil supplements. So how do you know that yours are free of those heavy metals, pollutants, or even radiation? But now you can be certain with our little fish oil because our little fish oil has gone through the standardized Eurofins process, the most rigorous testing for heavy metals and dozens of other pollutants. And we've gone even a step further testing for radiation in response to the nuclear disaster in Japan still dumping radioactive water into the Pacific Ocean. With our little fish oil, you can get all of the health benefits of fish oils without being weighed down by contaminants. Order your bottle of little fish oil today and get 20% off. Just call our HealthQuest radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Call today, 800-794-1855. Hi, this is Dr. David Kolbaba. Glad you're here with us today. HealthQuest Radio is Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science program. I've been an integrated healthcare practitioner for over 33 years now. And if you've been wondering what it's like to be a patient in our HealthQuest offices, well, take a look at our website. Go to healthquestradio.com under Testimonials and Tales of Wonder, right on the homepage, where you'll find many encouraging stories of success straight from our patient's mouth. Would you like to be done with those migraine headaches? get your insulin under control, feel more energetic, maybe having better sex, get that libido in gear again, discover why you eat for every emotion, and then get it under control. On medication and want to be off of it, whatever health challenges you the most, you can schedule your new patient consult with me just by calling our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. We'll be back with more HealthQuest right after this. Go to healthquestradio.com. Can you imagine what people would say? If we're always guided by other people's thoughts, what's the point of having our own? You know, when I was a kid, um, when evolution and the teaching of it was so uh, was so big, there were uh, images and pictures that that I'm sure we've all anchored to when we uh, think back to uh, some of the concepts that we were taught in school. And my uh, there was a picture in my mind. I don't know if I saw it. Uh, illustrated in a magazine or book or was something that I built in my own head. But it was the scary proposition for all of these mammoths, these mastodons, who were, uh, who became extinct. And the picture that I had in my mind was this, this big elephant-like looking animal was trapped in what they called a tar pit. And I was thinking, wow, that, that's pretty scary, the, the tar pit there, you know. <laughs> and and you know, it's kind of like a quicksand only made of tar. And uh, there are all kinds of, of ways you could parallel that would be quicksand, uh-huh. you know, getting caught in the seaweed bed or getting caught in an undertow a, at the ocean. Mm-hmm. And and there's that fitful kind of sense that I, re- I remembered as a kid saying, sure glad I'm not a mastodon. <laughs> because <laughs> he ended up in the tar pit 
Um, <laughs> but sometimes, I guess, don't ask me where I came up with that just now, but I was just thinking, what is your vulnerability status? Because, you know, we get picked on by diseases that are very opportunistic. And some of us think because we've done such a poor job, and true, we have, <laughs> we haven't done a good job, that we do become vulnerable to these opportunistic diseases, conditions, and infections. Now, once in a while, I get a doctor uh, who sends his wife or family member into our office through the years, you know. They're a little embarrassed to do that, but it's kind of interesting. And I know we've got many, many of our doctor friends who uh, tune into our show uh, as well. I want to thank you for everybody who, uh, who, who listens, because I know that you carry some of these concepts in your, in your heart. And I know there are so many doctors out there that have their hands tied behind their backs due to the insurance industry, which I consider to be homogeneously corrupt. Um, and then we've got this national insurance issue that we're in transition with. But I was thinking, you know, that just adds to the uh, vulnerability as patients when we think, wow, where, where is my standing in this thing called health? I think I'm losing more health than I'm gaining it. And it's such an encouragement in our office to see people regain it's almost as if they're going back in time and grabbing it up and bringing it forward. And that sometimes people misunderstand or misconstrue the idea as they say, well, you're slowing my aging process down. And I go, no, we're not really slowing the aging process down. We're just slowing down your accelerated aging process. So in other words, some of the stupid things we do and chronically do, some of those being societally acceptable, like overeating, and that if we started to turn that buggy around, that, that we would find that we would slow down an accelerated kind of aging that all of us look at as though it were normal. In other words, people who are accelerated in their aging, they don't know it because the guy next door is aging at the same rate. It's only when we slow it down and start to get healthy that this restorative power comes through us that was given to us by God. And so when I think about what is your vulnerability status, I mean, what do you think, 0 to 10, 10 being the highest, which is the worst, what is your vulnerability to disease? What do you think it is right now? I mean, you might be in, you might be in uh, denial. Uh, you might want to be thinking optimistically here and not wanting to tie yourself up with some kind of a low blow kind of concept or dark concept of, well, I'm not going to live very long. But if we really were going to be uh, true to ourselves and tell the truth, where, where would you put yourself on that line, your vulnerability to disease? Zero to 10, I have a high vulnerability to it right now, or I have a low. Don't, I don't want to hear what you think. Well, I'd like to think. I'd like to think i got a lower vulnerability. No, I don't care what you think. I just wonder what the reality is. Zero to 10. What is your vulnerability to, to your insurance carrier? Do you feel like you get them to do what you need to, for them to do? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. What do you think your vulnerability is with respect to injuries? You know, just, you know, some injuries are caused because you're not as healthy as you could be, and so you stumble and fell. Or maybe if you do stumble and fall, then the kind of or the types of injuries one would sustain might be worse in a person who's less healthy, wouldn't you think? How vulnerable do you think you are to this thing called premature aging? What do you think? Zero to 10. How vulnerable do you think you are with respect to our current healthcare program in this, in, in this, in this country? You know, think about that. I mean, just think. 
You were made by God. Let's start acting like it. <laughs> Think about that concept. If we are created, then what, what we could do with this creation? You think so? I do. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. Hi, this is Dr. David Kolbaba. Glad you're here with us today. HealthQuest Radio is Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science program. I've been an integrated healthcare practitioner for over 33 years now. And if you've been wondering what it's like to be a patient in our HealthQuest offices, well, take a look at our website. Go to healthquestradio.com under Testimonials and Tales of Wonder, right on the homepage, where you'll find many encouraging stories of success straight from our patient's mouth. Would you like to be done with those migraine headaches? get your insulin under control, feel more energetic, maybe having better sex, get that libido in gear again, discover why you eat for every emotion, and then get it under control. On medication and want to be off of it, whatever health challenges you the most, you can schedule your new patient consult with me just by calling our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. We'll be back with more HealthQuest right after this. Prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit and fix your hope. My life to death exit strategy is simple. I want there to be a close proximity between my sickness and my death. I would love it if my death could be a, uh, a shock to my family. Wouldn't that be something? Okay, so it would be a shock. We'll, we'll say it would be a shock. Better be that than people waiting, people waiting and waiting and suffering. Close proximity between my sickness and death and a shock to my family. Perhaps to the extent that that I would be found dead of natural causes. Wow. And then, of course, dying at a ripe old age. But that tar pit picture that I have of the mastodon caught in the tar pit is me stuck in a nursing home, a convalescent center. And... I know you know what I mean. I know you get that feeling. So in my sense, it's not having to take my last breath from the green room of, of a hospital or, or, or a nursing home or a convalescent center. And if you're in your 20s and 30s listening to our show, you're decades away from having to, to think about that, one would think, unless you end up with an injury that leaves you in a coma
Prepare your mind for action. Keep sober in spirit. And fix your hope. First Peter, first chapter, New Testament. 13th verse. A guide to follow. And, and let's say we're behind the eight ball. You know what it's like. You start in school, first day. Everybody's on the same page. Even the class clown is equal to the valedictorian. <laughs> it doesn't take long for the stratification to occur where the A student becomes the A student right off the bat <laughs> and the losers <laughs> start losing ground. You know what I mean? And I know sometimes when we think about our personal health, we feel like we're behind the eight ball that we, you know, I didn't know enough to do better. I didn't know enough. I followed I followed true to what I was told, what the instructions were. So my kids do have all their vaccinations. I got I get a flu shot every year. You know, and, and I fall into some of the hyperbole that comes from the other side, the Western medicine model. You know, I was I was given a stat, and I, I, this is significant in many ways when I say that we here in this country represent less than 5% of the world's population, but we use over 85% of the world's medication. And the point of this for today is to say that 95% of the world's population only uses 15% of our medication, which means with with most countries having a longer lifespan than we have here, they're not using the medicine to live a longer life. They're not using as many medicines and drugs to live more healthily. So we might look to them and say, well, what are they doing in other countries that I can do in this country, in this body that was given to me by God? And, and sometimes people ask, well, what do you do in your office? And we use nutrition. We use lifestyle modification. Now, you might say, well, I know I need to walk more. Yeah, but why aren't you walking more? Why do you weigh yourself every day and you weigh more than you did the day before, the year before? So what is it that, how is it that weighing yourself helps anything? You've been on the diets, they haven't worked. You've even taken the diet pills, perhaps you're on a statin drug. And, and I know you're miserable about it because of, of, uh, of the symptoms that are associated in the side effect uh, side of things. Uh, here's, here's a person, and I say about people who have sleep apnea, I'm sorry, I'm going to say 98, 99% of sleep apnea is not sleep apnea. It's, it's fat apnea. It comes from being fat. So here, here's, here's a little bit of news that came a couple days ago from one of her patients. Well, you have a sleep apnea problem. You're on a CPAP machine or something. Yeah. Well, the doctor said that they want me to do another sleep apnea test because I may not need as much oxygen now because they say I'm sleeping through the night. Wow. And I used to wake up like... Every couple seconds, I would stop breathing. Now it's only three times an hour. Six and a half hours. Solid sleep, and I'm not even moving. So now they're alerted to the fact that they want to readjust. They want me to do another test so that they can lower the amount of oxygen. You you might be breaking out of jail soon. Yes. Keep that mask off. How much fun is having that mask on every night? (laughs) Not fun at all. It itches on the nose, it itches on the chin, and it rubs right on the bridge of the nose. But it's always fun acting like you're Steve Canyon. (laughs) Of course, people would know who Steve Canyon is, right? And then you also wake up with a dry mouth. Dry mouth, because you're getting that constant air blowing in, so it just dries everything up. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. 
Well, so this is a person that's, that's working in our office who was told they, well, they had to be on the CPAP machine because they're just like you. They've got the sleep disturbance and let's do another sleep study. But he's getting one dumb because they need to readjust his machine because his need for the machine is dissipating over time with him sleeping through, sleeping through for six hours. My gosh, if that could be you becoming headache free, you're able to stay asleep the whole night. Hmm. That sounds good, doesn't it? It's HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Goldbaba. Let's do it. Hi, this is Dr. David Kolbaba. Glad you're here with us today. HealthQuest Radio is Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science program. I've been an integrated healthcare practitioner for over 33 years now. And if you've been wondering what it's like to be a patient in our HealthQuest offices, well, take a look at our website. Go to healthquestradio.com under testimonials and tales of wonder right on the homepage where you'll find many encouraging stories of success straight from our patient's mouth. Would you like to be done with those migraine headaches? get your insulin under control, feel more energetic, maybe having better sex, get that libido in gear again, discover why you eat for every emotion, and then get it under control. On medication and want to be off of it, whatever health challenges you the most, you can schedule your new patient consult with me just by calling our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. We'll be back with more HealthQuest right after this. You're listening to Chicagoland's longest running health, news, and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. You are ready to be taught the new way. <laughs> Try to get ourselves together, baby. <laughs> you know what? That song has got such energy, doesn't it? So catchy. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? Why can't getting ourselves back together be something that we would go to a doctor to do? But cosmetics and, or maybe cosmetic surgery, that would be one where we can fake everybody. How about fake news? How about a fake body? How about a fake sense of health? That's what you do when you medicate, when you're taking the prescriptive medication or medicating on the weekends when you do your drugs of choice, you know, your the alcohol. And, of course, when you watch a, a sporting event, it's always got the liquor. And then it's just on and on you go. It's a false sense of security. You know, down deep, when you're living with your body, the, the body by design given to you by God, That somehow you know that you've messed with it, and you you yourself become you become accomplice by an accomplice by blaming your heredity too. <laughs> you know you don't want to believe you had good genes because if you're having a bad life, if you're not at a level of health that you want to enjoy, well then you got to blame it on somebody. You don't want to blame it on you and your your lifestyle habits. What would you? <laughs> of course you wouldn't. Well, what do we do in our offices? You know, picture this. 
Would you have an, rather have an appointment at a doctor's office that speaks to your success and your strategy for future success? That's what we do. And we find that some of the answers come from within. Sometimes they're spiritual answers. Sometimes they're physical answers. We do take in consideration the hereditary predisposition and the fact that you've had surgeries before and you're missing organs or there's permanent damage because of a surgery or because of an injury. We have susceptibilities because we live at a lower level of health and we want to raise that so that susceptibility diminishes. And that's what we can do. We use targeted nutrition. It's not about a shotgun approach when it comes to antibiotics, and nor should it be a shotgun approach as it pertains to nutritive supplements and holistic living. It's amazing how much energy comes back as we get healthy. It, it, it's amazing how sex drive comes back when we get healthy. It's amazing when our attention to detail and our memory comes back when we get ourselves healthy. It's amazing how the body drops weight, the right kind of weight, as we become more healthy that our vision gets better, that arrhythmia goes away. Our need for drugs and surgery goes away too. And our ability to take better care of ourselves more preventatively becomes more of a reality as we become better versed in understanding what that means. You see, in this country, we talk the talk, we do not walk what we talk. Come to our offices and and, and, and just discover what is ahead for you as we say again, make your life an adventure in health, not in sickness or disease. Make your life an adventure in health or you will be finding, as our millionaire friends did in New York and New Jersey, that you'll be making your life an adventure in sickness and disease. And, and we say here that as we live unto higher levels of health, we bring out the genetic inheritance that we really want. 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See you guys next week. Sunshine.